a lot of people think branding is just business oriented. Yes, it is. It is business oriented, but as a business owner, really digging deep into who you are, what is your magic, who do you enjoy serving? Because essentially with business and branding, you're here to serve. You're listening to BrandLift with Tori Sikama, where each week we demystify branding, marketing, and business to help you get seen, get published, and get booked by dream clients. I'm a beach-loving mom from the Jersey Shore who quit her full-time gig and picked up a camera. Six months later, I was published in six different magazines for my interiors and branding photography, launching me down a path to booking clients who love me. Needless to say, I'm obsessed with all things branding, marketing, and design. Now, I'm bringing my 20 years of marketing expertise and my passion for photography and design to help you get in front of your dream clients too. I'll talk about the real struggles of being an entrepreneur, creating a brand that people love, and how to set yourself apart and grow your business quickly. If you're a photographer, interior designer, architect, builder, or you just love all things design like me, grab a martini and get cozy as we gather to get real about your brand identity, numbers, marketing, and more so you get seen, get published, and get booked. Get ready to give your brand a facelift with BrandLift. Is your small business in need of a strong visual brand? Do you feel like you're spinning your wheels on social media because your dream clients aren't connecting with you or heck, even finding you? Then you're in the right place at the right time to unlock the secrets to connect with your dream clients while maximizing your profits. Serena White Singleton is the owner of Aneris Photography. She's a heart-centered brand photographer and small business brand strategist. Serena helps creatives tell their brand story authentically so they can show up confidently and consistently, connect with their dream clients while also maximizing their profits. She proudly serves her clients equipping them with a great foundation to launch and grow their business. Serena is also the co-founder of the Creative Realm Space, a co-working studio and small events rental space in the heart of North Charleston. It serves as a safe space for small business owners, freelancers, photographers, videographers, and creatives to create, connect, and grow their businesses. When Serena realized the number of small business owners in need of a strong visual brand, she knew she had found a purpose in filling that need, her passion for brand photography. She is focused on helping brands gain clarity, all while crafting an irresistible and authentic brand that attracts their people. It's through these connections that creatives and business owners begin to bring in the revenue their brands deserve, thanks to their experience with Aneris Photography. Through, though based in Charleston, South Carolina, Serena has clients 
like me, near and far, who travel to work with her. Serena is a proud member of the new Alpha Omega chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Additionally, she is the leader of Tuesdays Together Somerville, part of the Rising Tide Society. A storyteller and historian at heart, Serena has a love of culture and community. She loves bringing people together and building strong, aligned connections. Outside of brand photography and making connections, you'll find Serena spending time with her family because she's a wife, a mother, and a lover of Christ. So welcome, Serena. It's a pleasure to have you on BrandLift to discuss the real deal with branding and finding the work-life rhythm and not balance. Hi, Tori. It's a pleasure being here today. I really thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's been a minute since I've been in Charleston and I do miss it. So I will be back, girl. You can just plan on it. Okay, I'm, I'm waiting. Yeah, expanding that interiors photography business down there looks really good right now. <laughs> well, I know you'll <laughs> definitely love the weather and the food. So Absolutely. Uh, Charleston, like they say, Charleston is always a good idea. I know, but I heard that you like us northerners to come and visit and maybe not stay. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well down down here is packed. <laughs> it is really packed. Yeah. But you know what? Who can blame them? You know, we get cold, but it's not extended like how um, my sister used to live in Boston. And so oh. she was like, she had, the year she moved there, it was like end of August, early September. And she said it started snowing like September-ish. And then it was still snowing into like April and she only lasted a year. So I can see why everyone is leaving the North and, and coming South. Amen. Serena, before we dive deeper into today's topic on branding, I want to know a bit more about your backstory and how you turned your side hustle into a full-time career to help inspire other creative entrepreneurs continue to follow their creative dreams. Okay. Well, I will start from the beginning. So I graduated from Charleston Southern University um, in 2005. So I have a degree or a dual degree, a double major in biology and psychology. So I definitely have that science analytical thinking background. I know a lot of people are like, what? And you're a photographer? <laughs> so how does that all like mesh together? But when you work in that field and coming from, a, so I actually full-time job work at, or worked and I'll kind of touch on that. Used to work at, at an environmental lab. So I started there right out of college and I recently resigned last week, as a matter of fact. And so Stop now I, I am doing this full time. But photography was a hobby. I've always been into photography, even going back to like middle school and high school when you had your field trips. I was adamant to always bring my camera, my little the 35 millimeter Kodak or like when the point and shoots kind of first came out, I just clearly remember always taking those on school field trips. And I've always loved looking at photos and imagining, oh, how things used to be. So history, photos, this really means a lot to me. So then, you know, finally moving into, you know, graduating college, that's when DSLRs 
kind of really started coming out. So in 2009, I was finally able to purchase my first DSLR, which was a Nikon D60. So if you're familiar, you know, that is a lot older on camera. Yes. I had it for approximately a year before I really kind of sat down to try to figure out how to not shoot in auto. <laughs> and so and so I was lucky at the time. I was working at a place where one of my coworkers was getting she was she got married or got married that following year. But I used to kind of just take pictures of some of the clients and back then I was really into shooting like the houses in downtown Charleston and all that oh. kind of stuff. And again, that was using auto. And so, you know, if you've shot auto, you think, oh, it looks good, but it's not how you see it with your eye or how you want it to look. So I ended up connecting with a few seasoned photographers here in Charleston. And I went to the fair, the Coastal Carolina Fair here one evening and learned how to shoot manual that night. I'm a true advocate for if you want to do something, you have to go all in. So it was a lot of pulling up the manual, Googling the manual and seeing what settings I need to actually get my camera on to get it to work in manual. So just a crash course shooting at the fair at night. And from there, that just sparked, okay, well, let me go on YouTube and look at some videos. And so really just expanding there. And then in 2013, I went to the WPPI in Las Vegas and I saw that this was like, photography was like a serious thing. Mm. And then from there, just that thirst for knowledge and learning. And from WPPI, I found a community of other photographers that actually had looked like me. So it really just grew from there. When I first started shooting, I shot weddings. Quickly, I learned the importance of charging your worth. My first wedding, I maybe charged like 300. I think we've all been in that boat. <laughs> um, and then you're like, yeah, this is not going to work. Right. So, and then there's, again, studying the craft, setting up my own style shoots and just growing and evolving from there until I started booking the clients that brought me joy. And that's, I learned early on shooting stuff you do not like really can make something that you love doing not so fun and then make it where, you know what? I don't want to touch this camera for a while. So early on just learning that from weddings. About 2015, I got engaged. 2016, I got married. So 2015, I shot 24 weddings. I would say I maybe shot a total of 28 weddings. Maybe over half half of those were just me shooting by myself in that 2015 range. And in 2015, I don't know if y'all follow, if and, if, and we'll, I'll share my social media handles, but now my business partner, a really good friend, Lakeisha Golden Smalls, we connected. And so we started shooting weddings together, but the burnout with weddings was real. And I had already started dabbling and shooting businesses and brands and, and products and stuff like that. And I really loved, like really enjoyed it. And then, so 2016, I got married. 2017 was really kind of really getting into shooting businesses and brands. 2018, I found out I was pregnant like March, april April range. And I was like, yeah, shooting these weddings every weekend is not going to work having a child. So that was definitely the point where I really dived into businesses and brands. And 2019, um, still was shooting a few weddings here and there. And 
in the 2019 and the 2020, I did not book one wedding, which little known that the pandemic would hit. So it was a blessing in disguise that I didn't have any weddings on the book for 2020. Because as we all know, as photographers that had weddings, it was canceled. You know, if you got married anytime after that second week in March, it was done. And so a lot of the people that were in that wedding industry got hit hard. And I just yes. felt such a relief because, you know, I, I was like, okay, well, what does that mean? I think all of us like, what does it mean? Well, people quickly realized that if you didn't have a social media presence, that you weren't going to make any sales or any money because everything had literally sh- shut down. So another turning point in my business was after things kind of started opening back up, like May of 2020, that was when a lot of businesses and brands were reaching out to me because they needed the visuals. Now, prior to that, I had shot a lot of brands already. And an uh, issue that I found is that a lot of businesses and brands wanted pet pictures, but didn't even know who their ideal client was. So I had already a few years prior started working on like different questionnaires, kind of breaking down the process because if you've been following me or listen to me or today, if you're just learning who I am, I do not like to waste two things and that's time and money. So I quickly learned that if you don't have those things in place, then that turns branding into just portraits. And so from like in 2020, that's when I really started to like implement like the shoot planning process, having a creative brief, having the whole outline so that the pictures that when when you leave the shoot, you have these pictures that will connect you with your client and actually convert so that you get money and you can continue to grow. So that's kind of my journey to where I'm at now in 2020. I had doubled my income from the previous year. And then this past year, um, 2021, I actually hit the six-figure mark. So it's been amazing to just like sitting back and looking like, wow, I really like learned to pivot. I learned to scale. And don't get me wrong, I'm still in that learning process. I'm in a whole nother phase now that I'm a full-time entrepreneur, just figuring it all out. But I know you're probably on touch on this later, but you don't have to do it alone. No. And that's ideal. So you and I have a very strong connection. We're both photographers. I do branding, but I'm focused on interiors as well. So for me, it's getting my interiors clients to get in front of the camera to be the face of their brand. And just like other creative entrepreneur businesses, business people, small business owners, people want to know who is the face of the brand. And to your point, if you don't have a brand identity, then you're going to have a really difficult time connecting with your ideal clients. And I love what you said about then your branding session just becomes a portrait session and it doesn't really help convert into sales. Yeah, it doesn't. And then as the brand soon realize or starts to feel like, oh, I wasted my money. I wasted oh, my, wow. my time when really, yeah, yeah, you did. But you have to do the pre-work before jumping into getting in front of the camera. And I just learned, like, even in my discovery call process, I have like normally three to five questions that I ask. And if you're struggling on 
what it is that you do, who it is that you serve, what makes you different from anybody else, then maybe it's time that you go back and actually do the work and build that foundation because the visuals really, a lot of people don't realize the visuals come last. So if you don't have the vision, your values and your voice, then if you can't explain those top three things to me, then it makes it hard when it comes to to the visuals. Well, to that point, you talk about the real deal with branding. And I'd like you to talk about what that means exactly. What is the real deal with branding? A lot of people think branding is just business oriented. Yes, it is. It is business oriented. But as a business owner, really digging deep into who you are, what is your magic? Who do you enjoy serving? Because essentially with business and branding, you're here to serve. A lot of people, you know, if you're starting a business, just you're looking at it. Oh, I'm, I'm about to make all this money or I'm about to do this. You know, t- typically it takes some time before you really start making money. So if you're getting started, oh, thinking, oh, well, so-and-so paid this and I can do this and get paid this. It definitely um, is a that beginning part of that process. It'll be a fail. But when it comes to branding, it's really digging deep and finding out, like, like I said, just said a few minutes ago about who you start, serve and the overall experience. Even before you have a business, the brand is first. So just at the base level with that, sitting down and doing that groundwork, like besides, okay, if you have products that, that you sell, or for example, if you make soaps or you make jewelry, oh, I'm just making jewelry. Okay. Well, how does the jewelry makes the person that's going to buy it feel? Or how does this, so really just establishing, as I call it, the vibe. For me, that is what I really encourage everyone to do just at that start level with what a brand is. What is the vibe that that you give? What is the the vibe that you bring? How do you want people to feel? And like I mentioned just a little while ago, the money is last. Right. You have to serve before that comes. And to that point, we aren't serving our clients if they don't have an understanding of their brand or who their ideal client is. And it's they really do have to take a step back and do that work so that we can serve them. And at the end, when we deliver, they're going to be able to use that portfolio to connect on social media, to connect on their website, to connect with their marketing appeals so that those clients find them and then it converts, right? That's when you can start making money. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And it's hard. And a lot of people, when they start businesses and start brands, they're looking at other people's chapter 20 and they're in chapter one or two and you're like, well, why am I not making all this? And it's a process. You don't know what that person, how, you probably don't even know how long that person's been in business. You don't know what their process is. So I'm a big advocate for that. That just really made me think of, you know, once the pandemic hit and a lot of wedding photographers that were really impacted severely, 
a lot of people started moving into branding. So I feel that a lot of people, when they see branding, they're seeing like people perfectly posed and smiling, and they really don't understand that branding is more than just headshots. Branding is who you are, what you do, and how it's done, and what makes you different from anybody else. And so, but I think a lot of people look at branding now because it seems to be such a trending word, like how just a few years ago, it was being your authentic self, (laughs) Um, authenticity. Like that was something I was like, this is such a trending word and everyone's trying to use it. I think that what branding is now. And a lot of people just do not have a clear understanding on what branding is. And then you come out of the shoot with, perfectly posed shot. And if you look at a picture and you cannot tell what it is that that person do, then that was not branding at all. Correct. And that, that's something that I do want to get a clear understanding. A lot of people think, oh, it's business and it's branding and they don't even have a clear understanding. Or I really, it's a pet peeve for me seeing people say they're branding photographers and they do not have, have an actual brand. So I think Branding is very, and, and so in a, in a way, I'm using that other degree, my psychology degree. I really have learned that when I talk with clients, it really gets personal and deep. It does. Now, that's a good point. And, you know, I want you to tell our listeners and share with them, you're educating business owners. And I think that is part of the realm space that you and your business partner have created within your community in North Charleston. And just share with me what that space and that sense of community means to you. Oh, well, even my business partner myself, we look at each other like, man, this happened so, so it just flowed. So when things are meant to happen, I'm a true advocate that they will flow. But this space, we had saw it beginning of last year. And then at the time, we heard that someone else was already about to move in or about to get it, and then it fell through. So I think it was probably May or early June of last year that they were start talking to us about it. And we came in and looked and was like, do we want to make this leap? I don't know. It's scary. And so when we talked and we said, you know, let's create a space that we feel is a need, even though the space is small. Small but mighty is a real thing. And we wanted to create a safe, creative space. So for you to connect, co-work, grow, that is our ultimate goal. So it's more so a co-working space, but you can also rent it for like studio. So studio space, like for photography or videography. We also, what's really, really big here is workshops. So we have a lot of people from makeup to wine and design. We have painting workshops. We have had so many workshops and that is our point to build a community, to build that connection, to build just knowledge, to come and stuff out of the box. It's a small, intimate place. Because I know a lot of people struggle when there's a, a big crowd. There's a lot going on. And so even with the pandemic, and I don't think it's fully over. We're getting a little bit, you know, numbers are down and stuff. But a lot of people have anxiety when it comes to connecting with crowds again. 
So I'm really excited about this space. Everyone that comes in says that the energy is amazing. They love that they've met someone that they've never met and they've connected. And that is the culture and vibe that we wanted to have in this space. And so far, everything has been going amazing. So I'm a true advocate. Where you feel there is a lack, make it. Do something about it. Yeah. It's a pet peeve when someone always complains or... (laughs) Or, or a, a complainer is is definitely gets on my nerves, but we saw that there was a need and the opportunity was available. It came around and we ju- jumped on it. And so far, everything has been amazing. Well, small and mighty. I love that. Yes. You know, yes. small and mighty and growing slow and steady. That always wins the race. So I wish you continued success. I love workshops. I I go to a lot of them, whether it's decorating cookies or a holiday wreath. I love that connection, but on a small scale, you know, I'm not looking to connect with 50 people, but 10 or 12 is a great number for me. So I understand that. I completely understand that. Love what you're doing there. Well, you're a mom, you're a wife, and you're a business owner, a full-time entrepreneur now. How do you balance all of that? Now, I used a word that you're not balancing. You're creating a work-life rhythm. So distinguish the two, a rhythm versus a balance. So balance, when you think about, like, if you, I'm actually, fun, fun fact, I've never been to a circus before. But, you know, you see on TV what a circus like, carnival, and you have the people walking the rope trying to keep their balance so they don't fall down. Well, that's hard. <laughs> that's really hard. <laughs> but when you think about a rhythm or a beat, it's a flow, it's a vibe. It's not like you have to find that balance. And I think when you give yourself grace and find a rhythm and flow into something, it just makes it easier. So I believe in life when people say, oh, you need to find a balance. Finding a balance is is actually really hard because I think no matter how hard you try to focus on one thing, like you said, you know, if you're a parent, if you have a full-time job, if you're a wife, a husband, whatever, you can try to spread your attention evenly across all platforms. And I will compare it to social media. How many times have you heard someone say, I can't post to Instagram, Facebook, to TikTok, uh, Snapchat, and all those. It's too much. And I believe in life is too much. And if you find a rhythm that works for you. So like I tell my clients, even when I have social media clients that reach out, you know, find out where your people are and you post there. You don't have to be every place at once. So for me, flowing like now, I'm really working hard on figuring out what my schedule is going to be. I have a tentative schedule, but I'm trying to see, you know what? I think I want Mondays and Fridays to be purely admin days. I don't talk to any clients. It's just my day to sit down and try to edit or try to answer emails. Then on Tuesdays and Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, I will shoot, but I'll only shoot on Wednesdays here in the space for like headshots and Tuesdays and Thursdays are the days that I'll go out. So I have a tentative schedule in mind, but I'm flowing into it and I'm going to slowly reduce shooting on the weekends so that now I have more time to spend with my family and not have to worry about 
working somebody else's job or during the week and then fitting all of my photography side hustle business into the weekends. And then it's just the endless cycle of feeling like I don't have a life. I don't have time. And my son is three and feeling like all he sees mom do when she's home is on her computer or always saying, okay, give me about well, 10 more minutes and then we'll go out. And that's something that when I really sat down and I really thought about it, that's not life that I wanted to live for me. But I do believe in giving myself grace because a lot of times when you try to find balance, I think you just place unnecessary stress. Well, I love your analogy of the circus, right? Because eventually you're going to fall. Yeah. So right? At you some point in time, you're going to fall. You're going to fall. But a rhythm, finding a rhythm, finding a flow, that flow state, right? That that yes. flow state where you're just golden. And, you know, you talk about Mondays and Fridays. And I immediately went to like, yeah, batch working, you know, just mm-hmm. like putting your head down and getting it, staying focused, removing all other distractions and that's really a discipline as well. So you talk about, you know, a flow state and, you know, a rhythm, but you have to really drive that home and have that purpose, that why yes. to stay in that zone. And so it sounds like you have, you're in that sweet spot of, you know, newly full-time entrepreneurship, which is, I applaud you, my friend. I think that is incredible. What a sense of freedom that must, an empowerment that must give you. Yes, it feels good. Yeah. And that's what you're teaching. You know, as a mom, you are teaching that lesson at such an early age because they are watching. They watch everything mom does. And so that is just wonderful. You know, Serena, you and I automatically hit it off not only because we're Nikon shooters, but I believe we share this sense of self, this sense of community and purpose and giving back and serving our clients. And I believe that that is what differentiates us and people get a sense for that. You know, we have to give people credit because they can see the difference when you're completely invested in them And when you say, hey, I think you need to do some more work before we go to that shoot, because, yeah, no, it's helpful to know who your ideal clients are so I can help you to serve them. (laughs) Yes. And that's something, it's funny you said that, because I actually told a client that last night on a discovery call, you know, I sat down and I broke up my process down and the questions that I had asked her, she was able to thoroughly answer those questions. But she said, she really thanked me for breaking it down and really making her think about, she was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize it was so much more than just photos. And she was like, now you've given me something that I need to work on because she said, I'm not ready for the shoot now. I just want to kind of go ahead and get on your books and see what your offerings were. But she was like, wow, like I didn't realize how in-depth it was. And, and I let people know I am not here to take your money. I'm here to watch you grow and just be a better profitable brand. A lot of people think, oh, I got a business or people brag about how many businesses they have. It's not about how many businesses you have. If you aren't making any money at that point, it's a hobby. It's not a business. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a big advocate for education, educating and just being aware 
knowledge is powerful. And I think in this realm, I think social media, I love it. And my thing is be social and be real on social, but a lot of people aren't. So no matter how much I want it to happen, it's not. But I really love it when people are honest. And a lot of people share their highlight reels and people get caught up in that Mm -hmm. endless cycle of, oh my God, so-and-so is doing this, so-and-so is doing that. But they also aren't sharing with you how many times they failed. Yes. So I'm a true advocate for that. Just be honest, be real, be social on social. Yeah. And you don't have to be on it every waking minute of every day. You really don't. No, find your flow. I love that. Find your rhythm. Speaking of finding, Serena, where are all the places people can find you to get in touch? Okay. Well, Instagram, of course. So you can find me on Instagram and that is at Aneris and that's A-N-E-R-I-S photos with the S. And so just in case you're curious, Aneris is Serena spelled backwards. So if you're struggling, (laughs) if you're struggling to find me, don't overthink it. Just look at Serena and then just write out Serena backwards and then you can find me there. And then on Facebook, it is Anaris Photography. If you start, I think I'm not super active on Facebook, the platform itself. Normally I post to Instagram and it goes to Facebook, but you can find, if you search Anaris Photography, I will come up. Uh, so Twitter and Instagram, the handles are the same. So it's at Anaris Photos. Pinterest, if you type in Anaris Photography, you can definitely find me there too. I am on a mission with Pinterest to share more that diversity. And not just diversity when it comes to skin color, but diversity mm-hmm. when it comes to sex. Like, it's hard to find pictures of men that aren't super corporate and stiff. So I'm definitely on a mission. I recently shot a guy a couple of weeks ago. And so I'm going to be sharing his images all over because his homework, you know, I send people to find inspiration shots. And he mentioned to me about how hard it was to find casual, candid office shots of men where they weren't super like corporate or professional or super like artsy and eclectic. He was like, that middle ground of options isn't there. Okay. Well, look at this, you trailblazer, you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And your website. So your website, want to give everybody your website handle? It is www.anarisphotography.com. Wonderful. Well, Serena, this was such a pleasure spending some time with you this afternoon and connecting and I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud Thank that you. you are full-time girl. And we are going to celebrate the next time I'm in Charleston. I'm ready. Okay. It's so quick. I love it. I can hop on a plane in Philly and I can be there in a heartbeat. So oh, okay, I'll be coming down. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Corey, um, so when are you think, thinking about taking your next trip? <laughs> Very soon. Very soon, my friend. All right. Well, listen, have a wonderful, wonderful evening. And thank you for sharing on Brand Lift. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm so humbled that you invited me. And I really appreciate you, not only as a fellow branding photographer, but as as a person and a friend. I feel the same way. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. 
You just finished another episode of Brandlift, where we talked all things branding, marketing, and design. Make sure you rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. To continue the conversation, head on over to my Instagram at Tori Sikama Photography. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode. For show notes and any links to this episode and to snag your step-by-step guide on how to get published, head on over to torysikamaphotos.com and get started on your path of getting seen and getting published. See you next week on Brand Lift.